Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. That's it. That's correct. Thank you. Um, I'm Stuart Royal Whiffin. Correct. And um, you are? Uh, no, this is me testing you. What's oh, okay. My name? You're Christopher William Glass. That's bang on, mate. Bang yeah. on, as as on my birth certificate. Yeah. That you borrowed the other day. What was that for? Um, I've um, left my wife and I've found <laughs> a new wife uh, who's been emailing me from overseas. Oh. And, uh, and she's basically, to kind of... <laughs> Solidify just how much we're, we're quite tight. Mm, yeah. I've, I've currently sent them my birth certificate, my driving license, yeah. um, a couple of my, my credit cards. Mm. Um, Is this why you also asked for my mother's maiden and, name? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, and a kidney. Um, uh, <laughs> Good luck to you, mate. Good luck Thanks, to you. I can see it work. I mean, I'm not, not met her yet, but um, <laughs> no, no, the emails. Why, why she, she seems she seems lovely. Yeah, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, I think this could be the one. Um, okay, so um, before we get on with anything, mm-hmm. uh, we should thank um, our, our two sponsors. I think we should thank ourselves first and foremost, mate. Really, we're, we're the ones who made this happen. Truly, are the best um, ones. And we do have sponsors, yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Who's your favourite today? Luke. Luke. Yeah. Yeah, he's good, isn't he? Good lad. Yeah. Luke, bang, boom, creative. Thank I you reckon, very much. I reckon if if you spent the night having a little cuddle in bed with Luke... Yes, sure. Compared yeah. to having a little cuddle in bed with Charles... Yeah, yeah. I reckon Charles would want to lay in. I reckon Luke would get up and he'd make you a bit of breakfast. Yeah, I think so. You'd get it on a tray, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, you'd get like a nice coffee as well. <laughs> Not like what you've served up for me today, i just say. Rude. Just messing. It's very um, nice. So, yeah, thanks to uh, Love Beer uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Bang Boom Creative, mm-hmm. uh, our long-term sponsors. Yes, and, and thank uh, you to 76, our producer. Yep, thank you to him. Uh, and, and the whole uh, distraction piece is Ruddy Network as well while we're at it. They're all nice, aren't they? Want to list them? We ain't done that for a while, have we? Oh, Tuesday night draw. Draw. <laughs> Ganja hit. No. Uh, we Tuesday night draw. Say, um, say what to drugs with Dr. Susie Gage, who's has a book out. Oh, so when you get mate. your book tokens this Christmas, yeah. go and buy Dr. Susie Gage's Say Why to Drugs book. Interestingly, I got an advanced preview of that last night. I had a little leaf through it. It's bloody good. So yeah. Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all joined up right in the book. If that's how you know I've looked at it. Super sexy, handsome Brett Goldstein's uh, films to be buried with. Yes. Uh, not quite so handsome Dan LaSacks, no. Falling Forwards. Yep. Um, Scroobius Pippi's got one, and he? 
that Dan's been on fire on the WhatsApp. He's been making making me lol a lot on our distraction pieces WhatsApp group recently. Um, Jason. Jason, yes, with stop and search. Yeah, Mr. Jason Reed. Absolute ledge. And uh, pips and ours, and that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Okay. Would you like to introduce today's guest, Christopher? Today's guest is Disraeli. Hiya. Hiya, mate. Thanks for coming on. Thanks very much for having me. You're very good at this, aren't you guys? Uh, are we? You're like I'm a flowing river of wit. When you say that, do you mean that, <laughs> that when you arrived today, we was just a couple of miseries just staring at our shows, and the minute I pressed record, we were like, and action, let's go, let's turn on the podcast no, personality. You tell a lie, you're like this entirely all the time. <laughs> it's like someone put a pound in us both, basically, yeah. we, we sparked up. We both, we, we, we read Israeli, we both come out of our separate dressing rooms, didn't we? We can't share a dressing room anymore. <laughs> when we've watched other people record or been on other people's podcasts, mate, people are a lot more prepared than us. So we, we, we never know quite what's coming out of our mouths. That's very good. Does. That's my life. Yeah. That's my life. It's, uh, I mean, the one thing I've learned from doing this for a couple of years, I mean, I've not mastered it, you're nowhere near it, is it's, it's sometimes it's good to consider what you say. Yeah, that's what editing's for. <laughs> but but gen- generally, also we we we've not edited much. I was talking to Israel about you know the whole process mm. on the way up here and it, how it all came about, and it's just great that it's conversational, isn't it? You Absolutely. can just ramble along and meander through a top five, and uh, along that way, talk about other bits and pieces, and you know, all end up in the in the hot tub in the back garden at the end of it. So that's the plan for today, right? Good. Yes. Good. <laughs> Good. Would you like to tell us what your top five is going to be? My top five today is five, my, my top five things that stop me going mad. Are you on the edge of madness then? Uh, I, yes, I am. And I think that we are um, collectively as a society pretty much on the edge of madness. Um, and that can be both a very good and very bad thing. Mm. Um, I think there's good ways to go mad. And I think there's very bad ways to go mad. And, you know, madness is just what's outside of our normal controlled um, consensus, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and you know, I've, I'm, I'm someone that has, I've had some struggles with my internal world in the past. I've had some mental health kind of wobbles. Um, so it's something I've thought about a lot. So it's mm. really the first thing that came to mind was, was just, yeah, this is the list I've given most time to in my life, so... That's, that's a great. It's a, it's a really good top five, and uh, you're you're in quite good company with that with that sort of subject as well. Um, yeah. Did you have any other considerations for top fives before you you started that one? Was there? Uh, I guess it would be music. Yeah. Um, top five hip hop albums. Top five uh, novels. I love novels. I read a lot of novels. Um, cool. But this this is the one for me, yeah. man. This is the one. Well, before it's got a very s- creaky chair. It is a creaky Shall chair. Shall we switch it? Shall we let's switch to this one? Yeah, go on. Pop, pop your pop your pot on that one, mate. And so before we uh, get started, um, for people that may not be aware uh, of your work, do you want to explain a little bit about um, what you do as an artist? 
Um, I do uh, well. I'm I'm primarily, I guess, a, a rapper and and songwriter and musician. Um, I play quite a few different instruments and compose music that I then put words over the top of in the form of song or rap. Um, all the things you're not capable of, Stu. Sure, basically, mate. Sure. All, all, where you fell short with your music. Talent. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. He's nailed it. You've got a hot tub. <laughs> You've got a hot tub. Winner. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair I, enough. I, haven't, I haven't got a hot tub. <laughs> so. The day that installed, my dad came round and just held me and said, son, You've done it. <laughs> <laughs> we, he just held me, and I was like in the fetal position. We was just, he just, he just, he just cradled me, and we just cried. It was yeah. beautiful. Oh. They're actually our tears that filled that hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny how how we find that funny, isn't it? Really? <laughs> let's, let's look into that. Bathing in tears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's strange you said about like you know the subject of of madness and going crazy, and yeah. what we find is what are societal norms because. If that was a societal norm, you wouldn't you wouldn't think twice about it, would Completely. you? It's only because we've obviously found that it's quite a difficult production process to yeah. fill a hot tub with tears. <laughs> I imagine, <laughs> or else we would probably do it and be Not like, for "Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. exactly." No, on on a real level, though, like I I um I cried with my dad last summer for the first time in my life, and wow. it was mad. I was like, it was his mum who's now, I mean, he, she's obviously my grandma. Um, she's now 102. Um, wow. And the doctors said that she was going to die. She had three days to live. So the whole family gathered at her bedside in um, in Suffolk and uh, we all kind of said goodbye, you know. And um, it was just, it was a really big moment. And I, I, I had to go back to London and do a gig, which is obviously more important than being at the bedside <laughs> of the matriarch of my family. Um Someone wants so a hot tub. So obviously <laughs> had to go. Um, but yeah, I, I, and uh, I had a cry with my dad and it was just, it was a mad moment. It was like, something felt so like transcendental and otherworldly yeah. about it. I, did, I, I don't know about you guys, but it's just not something that w- can, can conceivably happen really. Had you no. seen your dad cry before? Um, yeah, a couple of times. Once when his auntie died... Um, like in the nineties, no, a, cu- a couple of times, yeah, a couple of times. But th- I feel like there's a difference between there's a difference, but yeah, I, d- I don't know the, the the thing of sharing it and both crying. Mm, do you know sure. what I mean? At the same time, and you know, we had a hug, and it's a very it was I don't know, like it, it, it's God, it's at your most exposed and intimate, isn't it? Crying, I yeah. think, in a, in in a way, it's like because so you've collapsed. It's, yeah, it is. It's so it's, good to it's, cry. It is. It's, I'm it's rubbish rain. at it. Yeah. I'm becoming much better. Yeah. The last couple of years, I've yeah. I've been working on my cry. I my cry. So I cry, um, but my crying is strange because it's like I'll break very quickly, and then I'll stop before. Re- as quick, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, strange, yeah. and I do it a lot of the time. It's <laughs> gonna sound really sad, but I'll, I'll be on my own. I'll be, I'll, I'll think of something that's you know, recent tragedy, and then I'll cry, and then I'll be like, oh, and I, I don't know what makes me dry up so quickly instead of like, like, and I'm so I try my best to encourage it out. And if yeah, I yeah. do cry, my girlfriend's there. I do find that holding her, I will, I can cry for longer. Yeah, same, same. And it feels. Same. Better yeah, yeah. to do that instead of this. I don't know what it is that makes me just seize up and stop. And I'm like, 
No, I'm still pretty sad here. Come on. But we, but we do know what it is, really, yeah. don't we? It's like there, there's like all the policemen at the gates in the form yeah. of all the men we've ever hung out with and all the sure, boys we've true. ever who've ever told us to stop being a yeah a wimp, wet blouse, definitely. Or, and or whatever, and yeah. to do that with your dad is quite an interesting oh, it was just thing. Next level, right? man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. And I'm lucky that I've got a dad that I can, you know, that I can do that with. That's, yeah, absolutely. That's a blessing, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That's a blessing. Um, but yeah, it, did, it felt like fucking kicking down, you know, the fucking, the, the raw iron gates at the door of the castle. <laughs> yeah. And then fucking, do you know what I mean? And drinking the moat and puking it out. I don't know, just, <laughs> I don't know how far to pursue this. And, another, another thing as well, I'm bisexual. And the first time I hook up, hooked up with a guy... Um, was uh, about ten years ago, and that was like, I, you know, obviously, if if you if you're not interested in snogging men, then you know, I, I can't like, <laughs> can't recommend that you go and snog a man because if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. Yeah. But that was a crazy defiance, man. That was like, it was just f- crazy exhilarating. It was like simultaneously terrifying because you had all those men at the gates like, rattling the gates going, mm. fuck you, fucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're dirty, you're disgusting, you're less than a man. Yeah. Um, and simultaneously the defiance of that, like, in spite of them, yeah. I'm going to fucking do yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was wild, man. Do you feel, did that feel like a, a, a release in terms of sort of like, because yes. of pent up? Yes feelings that you sort of you, you, you sort of suppress and it's interesting because it's all ties in with you know your top five that you, you, you can hold back things yeah. because there's something in you telling you something but you're not paying attention to it or you're paying all the attention to it but in the in the worst possible way yeah. so the attention yeah, yeah. you're paying to it is about judgment and self-hatred sure. and which which is what it was for me and actually like um it's like carl jung says a so if you if you sublimate or suppress um a, like a fundamental desire or need then it 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 won't disappear like energy doesn't yep. disappear it just comes back as something else and what it will come back as um is poison yes you know and if that that's why like it's so so important to have open conversations about yep. you know sexuality and gender and um self image and all that sort of stuff because it will just come back as poison yeah, it might come back as a civil war. You know, it might come back as violence. It might come back as as homophobia itself. Yes. Yeah. Um, and if if you're on the receiving end of prejudice, you will begin to believe it, and it will become self hatred. Yeah. And what does self hatred come back out as? Is you know, is violence basically. Yeah. So it's like there's there's so many reasons to talk, and there's so many reasons to to find peace with your um with your you know your fundamental self, whether it's to do with your sexuality or uh, or you know whatever. Anyway. There was um back when I used to put on um the the first few live music bits and pieces that I used to do, I used to just book different artists and and uh, and also put to, to release like a like an ad, like a little CD of all the musicians and and on the first one at the very end of it was a tune called the Pearl of Great Price, and it was insane. It was this twenty minute sort of like um whirling song where the uh the, the the sort of the 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 writer was talking about all the weird strange uh conscious and subconscious babblings that your brain talks about and it was mm. coming from a, a bloke's perspective like mm. a, and it was sort of like saying you know 
it was quite crude in many ways. It's like, oh, you're fucking this bird, but you've got no reason. Why are you fucking her? You're not happy. It'll be a laugh. I guess you can tell your mates that you're doing it. And it, it was all these other weird things to do with your life and doing things that you think you're, you're supposed to be doing because mm. of what everyone else has been saying to you. But the conclusion of the Pearl of the Great, Great, Great Pice, which is the name of the song, is that you, there's something saying things to you in your head that you've got to learn to listen mm. to because mm. if you ignore mm. them, it's ultimately going to lead to these strange behaviours and it can come out in so many different ways but it's toxic but it ends with talking about what is the pearl of great price well the pearl of great price if you listen to it and listen to yourself it's you and that's what you've always got to do because mm. ultimately you'll be very sad and so one of the things when you said about this top five for me weirdly this strange 20 minute long song from this 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 this, this great guy who showed up in a wizard's outfit when we were doing a live show <laughs> That that was really interesting to me, and and it's easy because you can know that as a good advice. It's different to act on it. Yeah, and I yeah. knew that at twenty three, and yet you will go. I know what the theory is. I so I can't always put this into practice. Yeah, I was you know? very wise when I was twenty three, <laughs> man. I just didn't do any of it. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I could I could talk a really good talk, yeah. and and I wrote songs about <laughs> everything that everyone else should do according to me, and. Yeah. Um, T- turns out it's uh, difficult it? to walk the walk, isn't it? There's a wobbly tower of nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start working through your list. Yeah, let's do it. Number five. Number five, eating. Yeah. Really simple. Um, I am a miserable fuck when I have not eaten enough food and when I've eaten bad food. Um, I'm starting to realise I'm, I'm, I've got a bit of a junk food... Um, What's the word? Got a bit of a penchant for junk food. Um, what what in particular? Can you shout any out now? Uh, anything with melted cheese on, really, man. <laughs> so cheesy chips, yeah. loaded cheesy chips, nachos, flipping. I know that uh, all the vegans are going to hate on me for, for saying this, but this this is yeah, like like yeah. a you know like a bag, you know you know like um breakfast snack vans that you get in mm. industrial estates yes. those kind of so, out, so, so outlets a, a, like an entire breakfast in a loaf yeah basically in yeah, a baguette yeah. do you know what there's, there. there's mm. a million and one burger joints hot dog joints in London that are probably amazing just getting something that's put together in a van <laughs> down a really fucking dusty road on an industrial estate yeah, yeah. Where someone would go, do you want a fried egg in that? <laughs> Fucking yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. What, we've cheese? That can't work. Oh, yeah. it does? Yeah. <laughs> baked beans? Yeah. Sure. Let's put the Throw it all in, in there. Yeah. <laughs> is it like, because it's the absence of anything else around. But yes. it's also just delicious. It's like yeah, it stodgy is, deliciousness, it is, isn't yeah. it? It's, like it's, it's all the carbs. Brown sauce. Yeah. Yeah. It's pepper. Yeah. From it's the, the, like the, the ground pepper that's from the, you know. Completely. Yeah. It's the dirty strip club of fast food. <laughs> You're not going in a nice restaurant. You're doing something that you think, I hope no one sees me doing this. Like, but I need it now. <laughs> I'm going in. <laughs> and that's a whole other podcast. It's, it's so so interesting though, but again, we, we were talking about refined sugar before we started. And, 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 and again, the things that I'm, I'm reading more now is the communication between your gut and your brain. Yeah, the second brain, and and it is, and like so, um, second brain. so um, my girlfriend uh, has, has suffered from uh, you know some some really had a really rough time with health over the years, and one of the very first things that 
they were saying is you've got to get your stomach right. And so she was using probiotics and stuff like that and kombucha. Did it help her? Yeah. And weirdly, we did like um, uh, at the start of the month, we were like, okay, we need to sort of like, you don't always have to be on it, but to sort of like um, re-kick your, your sort of like digestive health. We, we did a, like a, a run of like kombucha and it does affect, like I, I'm so much more clear thinking now. So right. I've, 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 I've cut out wheat again and I'm not really having sugar. And it's, it's weird because I'm having a bit of a, um, I've, I've had a bit of dairy in that, but normally now I'm, I'm not really touching dairy. And I just feel, I just feel, I feel mentally happier and more alert. And so all these connections, like you say, the second brain, it's so important mm. to, to you, you, you can't, you wouldn't fill up a, you wouldn't fill up a un- unleaded car with diesel petrol. And it's the simplest way I mean, of looking I've at it. I mean, I've done that once. Yeah. It's very expensive. It's super expensive. My <laughs> yeah. dad did it and it was all my fault. I remember the car grinding to a halt. Uh, and my dad yeah. going, this is because I was shouting at you. And I'm like, hold on, I feel like I'm getting double told off here. <laughs> I done it the other way round. I put unleaded in a diesel. That's less bad, isn't it? It's less bad. Yeah. Um, but I just before I realised it was less bad, mm. I was rushing uh, and literally filled it up and then decided to then go across the Thurrock Bridge. Oh, uh, and so when you go across the Dartford Crossing, whatever you want to call it, it's a big bridge, right? Mm-hmm. And halfway across, my car started sort of stuttering, and I was thinking, mm-hmm. oh, fucking hell. Mm-hmm. And then my third brain <laughs> just went, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you've done. And then my main brain just went, oh, yes. <laughs> like, best I do uh an exit of the first uh, opportunity on the M25 mm. and try and get back across the bridge and back to oh, man. where did, I am. Did you, did you do it? I did, yeah. Wow. But they reckon, the fucking boring fact for anyone that's ever done this, yes, but... People, there's people moving on to the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking forward to that Disraeli one. <laughs> um, because there was still a little bit of uh, diesel in there, if it was completely empty and I would have put Unleaded, uh, okay. it would have fucked it, uh, but there was right. enough left. Uh, yeah, there you go. To unfuck. So yeah, yeah that's that's your body, guys. Yeah, yeah. But what? Going back to food. If you eat a load of shit food, you do get that split second of like, yeah, that was amazing. Ooh. But then it's normally at the mouth stage rather than the stomach stage. Yeah, completely. It? Once it reaches the, your intestines and it's sort of sitting there like a greasy octopus. Yeah. Like <laughs> extending into your being. Yeah. And it's less gratifying. Yeah. And that and that is that reaction has become has got quicker and quicker as I've got older like the, the immediate regret of doing it yeah 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 so like I, like, so I, I think it's a you know we, we there's there's better choices out there for people healthier choices out there but if you was to go to say uh, Basildon Town Centre and you're like oh you find yourself hungry you're in bandit territory because there's nothing there that's actually really kosher other than there's a spud you like can I name can I call out a company right what, what, no, you, like you can't say that because that went into administration about 1984. <laughs> <laughs> is there not a spudgy like? I don't know. There's, there's a I was going to say, I haven't seen one of them for it's, a no, long time. No, it's, it's what Chris does. It's called guesswork. <laughs> Fucking spudgy so, like. So there's a jacket, <laughs> there's a jacket potato right, company. Right, there Google, we go. There which is we the go. only healthy option if you get yeah. find yourself stuck in Basel and hungry. And then they want to charge you above £5 for a jacket potato. And I can't I can't allow myself to do that. So I'll, you know, I'll try like some... 
the healthiest option on the McDonald's. I'll have a chicken select. And I'll eat that and I'll be like, why the fuck did I do that? Because yeah. immediately I just feel gross. Mm. And like, like you say, it's that immediate, it's that, that, that very brief reward because of the artificial sort of way they've gone, gone about it. Well, completely artificial, but they've, you know, and then you feel like crap. Well, that delicious MSG. MSG. So yeah. how, like, what, I mean, why did you choose this as, 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 as one of the, 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 the things that keeps you sane? Like, is it something if you're feeling like you might be starting to feel low that you think, right, I need that instant gratification of something like yeah. that? Because but, yeah. I've had all sorts of weight issues and uh, uh, a bulimia for years, like when I was younger, and that was because food was my go-to. Right. Like... I guess pillow, mm-hmm. you know, and and then that instant—that's bad. Mm. Got to put it right. Got to get it out. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, so and I, that's I, what it was every time. It was like in in the moment. It was. I'm just, sorry. This is a question. Oh, okay. Um, um, in the moment, it was um, like you want comfort, so you go for the food. Yeah. And then immediately afterwards, Disgust. it's like self-punishment, disgust, yeah. like yeah. eject, eject it yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, it wasn't like the whole thing was about self-punishment. It was, it was like gratification, punishment, like yeah. that. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so, so that's like an unhealthy way of, of uh, because you were using it as a pillow. Mm. And, and then, as you say, there was there was the payoff that wasn't a positive experience for you. No, no, and, and, and I guess, mm. Disraeli, what you're saying is, what, uh, have you learnt more now that actually... A, a way of keeping yourself centered is 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 having a smooth sort of like behavior with your food yes. and eating properly yeah, and yeah, therefore yeah. you sort of like feel better as a smooth result behavior. i don't know yeah um yeah smooth behavior man exactly it's just like i guess it's one of the one of the things that i've had to kind of learn in the in the past few years of like having some kind of mental health upsets and um navigating my way through that is some of the stuff that I need in order to keep myself uh, on an even keel mm. is just really basic, like having slept enough, yep. having eaten something. Yep. Do you know what I mean? It's like sometimes I'll, I'll have this like desperate sadness at yep. the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and I'm just hungry. Yeah. And, and I, and I think like that's so, so certainly something I've had to learn myself is just like, look for the fundamental stuff first. Yeah. Once that's dealt with, now we can have a think. Do you know what I mean? For sure, yeah. man. Like, and before you fucking sit and have that think, just like deal with the fundamentals. Yeah, definitely. So that's yeah. why I put eating at number five. Yeah, can, yeah I, I agree. And a lot of the time when I've seen, observed it in myself, um, is lack of consistency in my behaviour. Mm. And it's those peaks, lows, not managing my, my body as it, as it needs to be. And then you can't really get anything else done. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Peaks uh, and lows. Yeah. Peaks and lows, buddy. Uh, Peaks and Lows of Smooth Living is the debut album from Greasy Octopus. It's available. It's the Peaks and Lows is the first one. It's, it's the, it's the Greasy new. Octopus is the is the second experimental. <laughs> that difficult second it's album. Like the, yeah, the prog, <laughs> the prog outing. Yeah. From oh, a new, new mega rap group, Israeli <laughs> Chris and Stu. Uh... Oh, great. Number four. Um... I found the order of it quite difficult to, mm. to do for this list, but um, number four is meditation. It's, okay. it's a massive part of my life. Um, I try and meditate every morning, and uh, it's something I picked up um, back in 2016 when I did a mindfulness course at the mm-hmm. London Mindfulness Project. 
Um, and uh, yeah, originally because my mind was a mess and um, was was very very noisy. Yeah, and it, and I, I just found it. One of the things I, I don't know about you guys, but I find clarity quite difficult. Yeah. Um, like to to just eight, to to know what I want and to know what what is wrong. Mm-hmm. Like e- either of those two things. Um. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I find quite difficult. And with meditation, I find it a hundred times easier. Just every detail of my life, I find much easier. So this, I mean, this could even be at number one, really. But there's... What do you meditate for? uh, At least 10 minutes, at most an hour. Mm -hmm. Generally about 20 minutes. um, You do it every day now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, um, it's like, it feels like a hiccup when I don't. Yeah. 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 I'm not in the habit of it now, and it annoys me because... When I've done it and I've got into a green patch of being very again, we go back to consistency. The the difference is it's 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 prof- it's a profound difference. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like your diet. You can be eating really well, and you can find yourself slipped in, slipping into old behaviours that were ingrained in you as a child, the fast food culture that we had when we grew up. Well, I did, and. And it's the same with meditation. I can slip out of it and I'm like, oh my God. Because like you said about how it quietens the mind, I have quite a butterfly mind myself. I find it mm. very difficult to stay on a subject. And um, But meditating, I feel that, because there's a variety of different ones. Is there a, What sort of meditation do you do, mate? Is there a sort of... Um, well, as I say, I started with um, just mindfulness, mindfulness. secular mindfulness, yeah, right. So, which was um, initially drawn from the Buddhist uh, practice. Um, the, the guy is it John Kabat Zinn? John Kabat Zinn, the guy who brought, brought secular mindfulness into like popular right. um, awareness, was was a Buddhist himself, and he was working with people with chronic pain um, in hospital, and he uh, introduced them to just the mindful part of his Buddhist practice, so not the kind of uh, the ritual and like scriptural part, um, literally just the practice of paying attention, um, 
so my meditation is originally based in mindfulness, but I now um, I do go to a, a Buddhist school called Tri Ratna in the London Buddhist Centre in London. Oh, yeah. um, it's based on a on a school of Buddhism called Tri Ratna, um, and uh, it's just really interesting. It basically just adds a lot of philosophy. Um, a lot, you know, the, the teachers that I have gone to see speak and stuff tend to talk of it um, as almost like a secular thing in itself. So it's not a faith, it's not a religion, it's a line of inquiry. Mm-hmm. Um, so Buddhist, Bud, Buddhism is, yeah, very much a, a, a part of my meditation practice. And I, I, I'll often read like a chapter of a book on Zen or something like that before I meditate just to kind of put me in a... Um, a more kind of spacious frame of mind. And it's that, like, f- for me, meditation is about space. Like, r- pe- people have a, a conception that it's about, like, stilling your mind and, the st- like, ceasing to think. Um, and it's not that at all for me. And, and in terms of, like, the practice of mindfulness and Buddhism, it's not that either. It's, like, it's learning to see what is there. Like, so rather than being, like, a manic participant in your mind learning to sit at the side of it mm-hmm. and see right so it's like rather than running at high speed at all times um if once you have a look and also about giving space it's like literally a good i don't know how good this analogy is i always get it out um <laughs> I don't, I don't, people always like scratch their heads when i say it but anyway it's like a bee in a jam jar right right okay yeah, it's yeah, a problem makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. a bee in a cathedral yeah is not a problem because yeah, you're not bouncing off the walls effectively yeah. yeah it's the sense of like you have a choice of what to do with your mind yeah. you can clench around what's happening inside it mm-hmm. or you can learn to let go and give it space or like open out and give it space if you tend to if you give your thoughts space and what's happening inside your mind space then they will tend to relax and not fucking bang, bash their heads against the glass and um, things will tend to like gain their own perspective so it's not even it's not like even t- teaching your mind tricks or like cleaning it or it's just literally learning to sit, give it space and watch. And that's why meditation is so important to me, because it helps me to do, um, it, you know, through doing a practice of it every day. It's, it's allowed me to do the same with my life as well. And, you know, I definitely haven't reached enlightenment here guys i'm not gonna lie like I'm, i still make really bad decisions and eat baguettes full of b- breakfast and all that but um it just it just definitely helps man yeah. like a, like a social situation for example i'm capable of um f- getting very worried in social situations like I, I worry that um i have the wrong kind of demeanor or face or voice or presence in the room or whatever it is um and meditation really helps me to just go you know steps just step back and let this thing be like stop trying to control it you know um so yeah meditation number four it's, it's being here it's a, it's a great shout it's a great shout you, have, you, have you ever done much of it buddy <clears throat> um carol used to a meditation lot. let me just meditate oh. and it's not getting oh no right <laughs> no <after. laughs> um yeah yeah i um i used to um i, I guess it's very similar but uh i used to sort of be hypnotized regular, mm-hmm. and I guess that's a very I guess it's a sort of deep form of mm. meditative state, isn't it? Like, uh, I bet just, it has yeah. a lot of similarities, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and I that that was something that was probably the most 
relaxing thing I've ever done in my mm. life. Mm. Like because when they'd bring you round, they would bring you round to say you'd had the most like refreshing sleep you could ever mm. want, and you come out of there feeling incredible. Mm. Um, yeah. And what context was that in? Was that a why did in, I have hypnosis? Yeah, it was like was it a therapy thing? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, to, to a degree, um, <laughs> it was. Um, I used to get stage fright, um, and I was You're pissing in cubicles. Are we talking about here? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I was, I was a singer in a band, and and I used to get really bad stage fright, um, and so yeah, I went there to see because it was my aunt that was a hypnotist, so it was good. It was it was free, and it was around the corner. Yeah, so I could yeah, go quite regular, and it was interesting. The more you go the deeper you go mm. and, and and the more you can kind of explore things. It was, it was, you know, I can't recommend hypnosis enough. Yeah. Um, and I'm not suggesting the hypnosis where, you know, you're on all fours barking like a dog eating an onion yeah. in front of a load of people. <laughs> That's the only hypnosis like, I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. By eating an onion uh, in a but, caravan. Camp. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that. Um, so, so, so yeah, it's, um, it is. It's, 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 it's meditation, you know. The way they used mm. to sort of put me under was I had to just kind of picture somewhere really tranquil that 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 is somewhere that I like to be, and then literally start counting, yep. counting down. I I would always get to like eighteen, and I couldn't get lower than that. And I was. Yeah. And could you access that state like after the fact? Could you go back to that? Um. To a degree, yeah. Um, but I, I guess when you're in the hypnotic state, then your your subconscious is is, is rising, isn't it? So the, I guess the idea is to plant them seeds of mm. you don't need to smoke cigarettes mm. in your subconscious, mm-hmm. so that it sort of sparks throughout the day when you, you your normal levels of consciousness mm. rise again. Um, but in regards to, I mean, it may well be placebo. I don't know. No, but I, I, I don't. Know. Words, I don't, I don't like, think it but is. But I I didn't lack confidence on stage. Um, and and felt totally fired up for it, and it it worked a treat for me. So yeah. to get going, because I've been hypnotised and, and and done meditation, and 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 because there's different ways that you can get put pull, pull, pull yourself into like a, a trance or a state, a meditative state, and they're very they're they're, they're pretty much very similar to how I've been hypnotised. Mm. Um, and and it is it is a means of either focus. You, you could uh, find yourself focusing on one thing or something in in, in immense detail. Was that and the in onion? doing that, that's the onion. Yes. And in, and in doing that, your all the the all, all your thoughts bounding around your head, you stop paying attention to because you're only looking at this one thing. And then therefore your mind starts to quieten, and then it can relax because it's not as stressed. Exactly and then Exactly yeah, that. but that, that's only one form because there, there are there are other ways to sort of like do that. And coming back to your question, um, buddy, that I, I found when, when I'm in my habit and when, when I'm doing it consistently, I can I can get myself there mm. really quickly, and mm. I can be on a train surrounded by busy people. It, it doesn't bother you laughing. I can be anywhere, and I can get myself uh, to a very calm state. This is where Stuhl start coaching. Oh, mate, I, I, he's, he's, he's got he's got an image in his head, story, and but he can't. When you said that, I can get myself there really quickly, <laughs> even on public transport. I was like, oh, come on. Come on. Uh, um, yeah, it's, it's it is like you can just learn to quieten your mind quicker and quicker, and like you say, then when you you can apply that into situations where I 
suffered from road rage. And it got to a point, I mean, Stu's been on the phone to me, right, hands-free, but Stu's been on the phone to me as I'm getting out of a car to start a conflict with someone, and it was disgraceful behaviour by me. It was, there's, there's nothing in that that I'm proud of. I'm, I'm, I'm utterly ashamed about it, even now. But I was going through a, a period of my life, and that was where it was coming out. It was like, mm, I, I treat mm. everyone with respect, and I try to be patient with everyone. But something happened when I got behind in, in my car that the slightest infraction yeah. that someone didn't indicate... And I was like dynamite. I, I wanted to go crazy at them. Oh, no. and, and I, I, she, she couldn't even get out of the wheelchair. She, <laughs> she was just she going would, mental. It was you? a zebra crossing, <laughs> granted. But, um, but I definitely. I totally relate to that, man. I, oh, I, yeah. I'm a fucking idiot behind the wheel sometimes, yeah. I have to say. I, oh, I, yeah. I, I don't respect myself in that situation. I just think in situations yeah. like that, don't behave in a car... Like you any wouldn't, different, no, definitely. Like not. if you were walking down the yeah. street, C- completely, mate. Completely. Because in a million years, if you know you get off the train and there's lots of people everywhere, and someone bumps into you, the first thing you'll probably do, even if it wasn't your fault, go. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. 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 Whereas behind the wheel of a car, you're like, you yeah. Oh, fucking hell, what? Yeah. And it's like it's the same thing as being a keyboard warrior. Yeah. And it it's is. not, and it's not a classy aspect of your personality yeah. if you ever do that it's it's your lower self it's yeah. you giving in Keep to impulse behaviours third yeah. album yeah <laughs> exactly by uh, what was it Greasy Octopus <laughs> Greasy Octopus <laughs> like Greasy Octopus was the second album oh that was the second album wasn't it yeah um, definitely but, it, but meditation going back and starting it again um, that that stopped my road rage uh, honestly within about a month and I was like I can't believe I've, I've started to not be an absolute arsehole. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's great. So Respect, man. Great shout. Great shout for number four, bud. Yeah. And it, it is that, exactly that for me. It's like, it's changing. The, the meditation is in the process of changing, like, the, the landscape inside my head. And that's mm-hmm. basically what it is. It's like, before, it was a flipping house party at four o'clock in the morning um, when a fight is broken out. And now it's, you know, a much more manageable room of voices and people and... So I'm just really, I'm really grateful to meditation, basically. So many people, even now when I talk about it, I see them dial out and they're just like, oh, here we go. Mm. Because they haven't felt the benefits. And, and they I haven't tried. Yeah, sometimes yeah. in life you have to just say, don't, don't criticise it and don't don't have a, a, a presupposition on it until you've done it and mm. and felt the benefits. And it's not something that you're first... Four week. Well, I felt benefits quite quickly, even when I first started. But it might not be your first week or two trying it that you're really gonna start feeling it. Yeah. But that I remember being about twenty four and doing it. And uh, what was I reading? It was a, it was a, the Celestine prophecy. You guys. Oh yeah. So I, I was reading that, and I, I and so I was sort of like um, I was. I think I was dating a witch at the time. And um, that's not that's not derogatory term for a female. It's uh, my, my my girlfriend at the self, time. Was, uh, self-identified. Yes, yes. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and and I started getting to the habit of it. And I I, I did this meditation in, in in the woods near near us in Basildon. And I had the most profound. <laughs> this going to start. Stupid, I, <laughs> I had the most profound experience on it. I can't begin to tell you how it felt. It mm. felt like. No, no sensation I had before beyond it, a physical one as well. I felt euphoric after completing it, and uh, <laughs> I can't help it now, Stu. I keep trying, slipping in, slipping in, in, in your endos. But yeah, no, it's a, it's a good shout, man. Very good. Yeah, 
Numero three. Numero three. Exercise, really basic. Um, in in the same way that meditation is like learning how to be present in my self and my mind. Um, exercise is basically about getting back to my body and like being present in my body. Even even just the basic thing of like feeling an ache in a muscle yeah. for me brings me back to reality yeah. or back to the actual present moment yes. rather than um, like corridors. My mind does corridors a lot. It's yeah. like. So, I'm running down the corridor. I'm running down another fucking corridor. Oh shit, there's four corridors that ought to be running down at once, you know. And exercise just, yeah, brings me back to where I actually am. Oh, I'm sat in a room with some quite nice people, you know, it's great. Um, and also, yeah, just buzzes, you know. I'm, I'm a bit, I definitely have a bit of an addictive personality. Um, I like the rush of endorphins. And uh, so exercise, yeah. It ties in so much, that does, exercise. Not only to what you were saying there like, with mindful mindful behaviour and being in, being in the present and not sort of doing these, like you say, these, these men- mental ath- uh, acrobatics in your head. You have the endorphin release, which makes you feel good. There's a degree of, um, like, I, I'm going to call it smugness, but... Like feeling good because because as much as we, we you know as lofty as we can say our goals are as human beings and whatnot there is a there's a there, there, I wouldn't say it's narcissism per se but there is a degree of us somewhere along the line that thinks about our self appearance in a way whether it's how you dress and whatnot yeah but when you're when you exercise and you can start seeing sort of like your body looking presenting itself better and you oh no I feel better and I'm aching but that's a good feeling there's a feel uh, to me it rewards me knowing that I'm doing something good yeah. and it's just I don't know if it is smugness but it, it does something for my my ego not beyond uh, not rampant like I'm not in the gym staring at myself like pumping weights but it does it does help there's a there's a, there's a it helps the ego it does self love in, in, in a in, not, not, not in a careful show <laughs> <laughs> uh, euphemistic sense yeah. but yeah it's just that it's just looking after yourself isn't it it's like if you were in a relationship with a human you would and that you loved them and you would make sure you sort of you would have half an eye on what they ate and you if they hadn't ate anything healthy for three days you'd be like hey now let's let's make ourselves a really good lunch here and um, if they weren't getting out of bed you know if they, if they were like indulging in all kinds of habits that clearly were harmful to them um, it's funny how much easier it is to care for someone else than it is to care for Definitely. yourself, isn't it? Yeah, because there, there is that mental uphill push that you've got to do to get yourself to change. Changing behaviour is difficult, mm. but there is a trick to it. And if you read about it, you can sort of like learn, I know this part's going to be difficult, but I know that it makes it easier because I can challenge it in certain ways. But yeah, it is much easier to sort of tell people how to live their lives or what they yeah. should be soon, uh, as opposed to actually, do you know what? I'm going to go and exercise. Yeah. But how I was having a conversation with Pip about a similar subject this morning, but you don't really do exercise and not feel good about it, do you? you yeah. Like, even when do if you you're exhausted, it? you just don't just regret like, it. Fuck. Yeah. And all those those mental acrobatics you were doing are flushed out. I don't give a fuck about them anymore. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's it. I'm back in reality, yeah. and I always wonder if it's like if you look at, if you look at uh, sort of anthropology, you look at human beings. We, we hundreds of thousands of years, our bodies have evolved to to be to 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 achieve certain things. Whether it was running away from like predators, whether whether or not it was hunting or doing yeah. all these other building construction, your body's designed like that. Your body is a, a billion pound. It's, it's, it, it, it is it is infinitely pressed. 
whether you're not your Bill Gates or you're you with a pe- without a penny in the bank, you have got something that's absolutely priceless. Mm. And we're always so so um, obsessed with com- comparing our material gains. Where you've got this billion pound body, yeah, man. And you're if you're not <laughs> using it, your body it's like this pearl of great price. I was saying we were talking about earlier, and these little things that's in your head. It's saying. Use me, man. Yeah. I, you can break an arm. I'll just fucking repair. Yeah. I'm waterproof for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. If you want to get, <laughs> if you want to learn how to run a hundred fucking miles, you can. Li- I can literally be trained to do that. Yeah. If you want to be able to pick up super heavy weights, do it, and I can do it. But if you're procrastinating, I'm going to be miserable because you're not using me like I'm supposed to be being used. And I think there's all of that underneath it. That it's mm. it's simple as just saying, just run. Yeah. And and some people just need to know that. I'll just, I, I, you know, I, I just run, I exercise, I'm fine. For me, I needed to know these psychological things that then help me live healthier and, and exercise. Yeah. Works the other way as well. Hey, Sometimes your body needs to rest. Sure. You like, you've been in a period of state of rest for four right. or five years. Now. No, but like you know, um, like as I've said before, like when I spar, yeah, that's meditative to me. Yes, nothing sure. else exists yeah. only mm. what's in front of yeah. me right at that very moment yeah. and it's the most focused I can ever be yeah. and and I got the living shit being out of me last Sunday by yeah. a 5 foot 9 20 year old <laughs> which is very embarrassing but I didn't think about anything and I'm spinning yeah. a lot of plates these last couple yeah, of weeks yeah. with work and and it was fucking brilliant and I got home and I ate and I was sore and I just thought do you know what I feel so fucking good. Yeah. But then I just thought, you know what? I've got, I could need to do this. I need to do this. I need to run down that corridor. I need to run down that corridor. Yeah. But I know that like, hang on a minute. I need to not do anything for a couple of hours. Yeah. I need to sit, watch just shit. Trash. Yeah. Not even watching it. Yeah. But like, but just kind of put my phone over on the table. Yeah. Don't look at anything on it. Yeah. And just relax. Yeah. I because that's, agree. that's just as important. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, you just burn yourself out. You overload, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I, I, that, that's something I've been thinking a lot about recently as well, is like, um, is exactly what you're saying about us being evolved to fulfil, so, like us evolved to use our flipping bodies. We are fundamentally physical animals, you know, in the same way that flipping leopard or wolf is a physical animal. Um, and as young men as well, like, well, we're not actually so young anymore. <laughs> Um, but as as men as well, we have all this flipping testosterone, yeah, which is basically like action hormones. Yeah, yeah. Like it's literally what it is. Um, and this thing of like, yeah, having a flipping fight in a in a in a in a environment that's sort of controlled and not um, doing damage to anyone. It's like, yeah, legitimate man. Like I want to I want to get into doing some fighting as well. I want to have some fights. Um, like get back into martial arts or whatever it is. It's like, yeah. I feel the need for that. And I used to have a really judgmental thing about like, oh, well, you know, people shouldn't be like boxing and uh, yeah. doing all the kicking and stuff because it's it's all it's doing is nourishing negative energies. And that, I think it's a really fundamental need actually. Like I, f- I want to go and have a wrestle. Society has changed a lot quicker yeah. than what our bodies are. So, so testosterone oh, God, yeah. serves yeah. a purpose, and but it was it served more of its purpose in 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 centuries past. Like yeah. we'd be swinging axes round, or you know, because because of 
human behavior, tribalistic behavior, whatever. We'd be, we'd be, it was kind of required for survival. But as we move into a, 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 a reality where that isn't really as necessary for all of us, and, and the whole world is in flux. In some, air, in some parts of the world, you probably, you know, that you maybe need to defend your family more than, say, what, what I do now. So it's how you use that testosterone. Where does that, where does that go, and how are you releasing it in a way that doesn't destroy you and your family? Stu's smiling again. He's got this. <laughs> but how, how do you... How do you use that in a, in a, in a positive way? You this know? is something that that um that I've been uh, that I've I've been doing a, a lot of um, men's work in the last three years. I, I go to um, a group that's run by someone from the Mankind Project, and I've also done a, a Mankind Project initiation in Ireland. Um, and uh, a lot of what the kind of point of that work is is to find out how to be. A man, accept your manhood, embrace your manhood. <laughs> yeah, um, in a way that is positive and constructive, yeah. and can be, you know, uh, empathic and loving, and and all that good stuff, as well as being like fierce and active, yeah. and all the stuff that that we can also see as positive, guys. You know what For I mean? Sure. Um, yeah, you you, and, you still need that. You still need that. But being brave and strong and using that is that they're all amazing qualities, and you can still use that yeah that energy and that testosterone but it's yeah like you say it's it's, it's learning how to correctly apply it now yeah and and how can we how can we find ways of being men that isn't about <laughs> bless you um that isn't about uh crushing other people no, dominion definitely. domination control it's like it doesn't have to be about that no it do doesn't. you know what i mean yeah and the, the reason we've evolved this far as a species is because we are able to co- cooperate not because we crush each other yeah like our, our success as a species is about being able to work together and as men we can work together yeah and the, another thing i was going to say as well is like the place we're currently at as a society is that we have these quite static lives and um we do a lot of sitting on our bums and uh and our, our kind of action hormones aren't like co- aren't called for very much yeah. but i sincerely believe that we are headed towards a period of society where that is going that is not going to be the case um our, our systems of food distribution uh, mm. climate change all that like the, the kind of stability that we have now as a culture mm. as a society um is pretty flipping fragile actually mm-hmm. and um i really believe that we need we're going to need um positive masculine energy whether in the form of men or women mm-hmm. um that that knows itself and is able to apply itself yeah. intelligently in the coming decades you know so i think this work is really really definitely important. apathy will crush us and, yeah, and, and and so we have to we have to engage with that now and it starts with conversation and then action and we're mm. starting to see that more whether or not we can t- turn that boat around now i don't know we could just just i'm hopeful and uh, not nihilistic in that sense, but you we mean in terms of climate change? With everything, well, I think yeah. we've even climate change, consumerism, our culture as, as it stands. I think we do hang on a knife edge of, in many ways, we're, we're more. Uh, there's more information out there for everyone. We can all be more enlightened, and, and yet, in some ways, society is moving to into this sort of like consumerist king, narrow-minded product. And that's super dangerous, and that all piles into the climate change. Well, I think problem. we're at a crossroads, aren't we, man? Mm, and and in, sure. in a sense, that's a really exciting place to yeah, be. Definitely. It's like, May we live in interesting times, eh? Hey? Yeah, we well, certainly we do. Flipping do, and, yeah. and here, here we are. Here, here we like the the choice is in our hands, and it's in our hands every moment of every day. 
and that's like both terrifying and really empowering as well yeah. i think yeah, that yeah, we can be remembered in history as uh, as a as a really good thing if we we're the ones to start saying okay, okay, I think things go, <laughs> we're going down the wrong road here. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys sure. have kids? I do. Yeah. Two. Yeah. yeah. How old are they? Uh, sixteen and fourteen. Oh man. Uh, would you have kids now? Would you have kids now with the state of the world as it is now? Would you choose to have children still? Yeah. You would. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think uh, I don't think I'd even consider it. Um, I, I think for all the things that are, are unpleasant in the world, there's equally as many things that are beautiful in the world. And I guess it's what you choose to pursue and that, you know, and, and what you wish to do with your life. You know, you know, the UK is a very strange place at the moment hmm. um i don't know where it's going to go or how quickly uh, is, is that sometimes your concern is because like I, I sometimes think i've interrupted i'm really sorry but i sometimes think about having kids and then i think but is the world about to pop or is it not like because we i i don't know the answer to that it's good to have young minds coming through though that can, yeah you know, look at perspectives and look at what you know they can bring to the table mm-hmm. so you know number two number two are we there already flipping out okay um friendships community just humans basically humans that i know and who know me and um i always have to like remind myself of this how fundamental it is to me to stop me going crazy is uh, is that just just having my mates around? Like the mates I grew up with in Bristol, there is nothing like that connection that we have and that ease of just just chatting. I, t- I went camping with a uh, with three of my mates the other day, and um, we just yeah just camped in a little campsite in Sussex, and it was a beautiful place. It was full of like stunning nature, and we just sat around the fire and chatted absolute shit for three days just like pure Amazing. dick jokes and um just nonsense like yeah. literal nonsense for three what a days lovely distraction though yeah it was so good i just like oh like in a sense nothing deep just happened for the last three days but also in a sense like the deepest possible thing yeah. which is just being known belonging mm. so yeah friendships man it's, it's kind of as simple as that really do you find yourself can you tend towards being a hermit I've got, I'm a weird, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I, I, I seem to have equal parts yeah. hermit yeah. and extrovert. Yeah. And I, I'm sure that's, that's a whole type, I'm sure. Yeah. But um, yeah. I can tend towards being a hermit. And, and, and that comes, comes back to what my next thing on the list. Should we jump the gun? Do it. To that. Go on. Um, the next thing on the list is music and making. Yeah. And, and the need, uh, basic need I have to create. Um, and that's like one of the things I've been struggling with this week. Actually, is um, I have a really fundamental need to create. I need yeah. to write uh, music. I need to write lyrics and poems, and just make feel like I am in the process of making. I think it's really fundamental to mm-hmm. my being and all of our beings as humans, actually. Um, but that is the exact thing that drives me into the cave, man. Yeah, I, I go, I go into the making cave. And I emerge, and on it's, it's really typical on a, on a Saturday when I'm not gigging. I emerge on Saturday morning and feel horribly lonely. I'm yeah. like, 
um, oh my God, I, I don't have any friends. Like yeah, no yeah. one's called me because they assume I'm not flipping available because I have not been available. Yeah. Um, so I have, yeah, I definitely have that. The, 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 the need to make and the need to be connected to people. I'm, I'm, I need, I really need to find a way of like marrying those two and, and making in a way that is connected to people. And I don't know, I like, I'm also a total control freak. So I really like doing everything myself in my yeah. music um and having my vision like completely borne out yeah um but that's very lonely as well so yeah man it's a t- that that yeah. is a struggle mate yeah that's uh you, you're you're very i, f- I feel you, you're a very sociable person Stuart. I, you know you don't you really don't get a lot of um alone time do you like so you might sometimes get a sunday morning to yourself but other than that my week yeah yeah sitting on that sofa yeah. before anyone's got up yeah. and I'll get up early when I think I need some sleep I'll yeah. get up early and make myself a coffee and watch UFC mm-hmm. and it's the just pure heaven mm. pure heaven uh, especially when you know it's start calling you Sunday morning come <laughs> 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 oh, mate I'll just show up at your sofa <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, uh, pure heaven, fourth album. Like, yeah, <laughs> we are yeah. smashing through these records, guys. I think that could be the greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> it's when we get into ambi- it's the ambient period. Yeah, yeah. And when we, f- we we find God and get ambient. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's wind chimes on that album. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're all wearing white linen. Yeah. It's gonna be great, guys. <laughs> Um, I was a stormtrooper on a crucifix. So yeah. No, it's Darth Vader. No, it's a stormtrooper. Yeah, it's a stormtrooper. Uh, little Riker number. He's one of our uh, um, friends and collaborators on a, a few bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah. that's great, man. And, uh, but I'm, I'm starting to really want to spend more time on my own yeah. than I ever have in my life. Yeah. Growing up, I never spent any time on my own. Yeah. I lived on Come my own. Come from a big, noisy family sort of thing. Not especially, but like a big family... Like a big extended family, but I was always, I've mentioned loads of I was always the one knocking on my mate's doors at like eight o'clock yeah, exactly. in the morning in the school. I was going, all right, and they're like, they're still in bed. I'm like, what? Yeah. Let's go out. <laughs> and I remember my mates wanted to go in yeah. to watch certain films and things like that. I was like, oh, no, I don't. Yeah. Like, you I, can be psychologically driven by that, even yeah. not by your own surroundings. And then as you've had a lot of that in yeah. the past, the law of diminishing marginal returns, you get less out of that and you start to appreciate more of the things that you don't do as much. Yeah, you know? and yeah definitely. I, I feel that desire to create, like, and, you know, whether that, that, and that's just not necessarily writing songs, which was something I did really enjoy when I, when I was, you know, doing stuff like that. But I, like, I, I will throw myself into, all my energies into kind of pursuing ideas and you know uh, creative ideas and, and and just looking at avenues to take them um and i think just getting to the point now where you start to ex- you know exhaust yourself to the point where you realize it is important to to also have them a few hours where you just think all oh, right now nah, i've got to say no i've got yeah. to just go no nah, no nah, i'm 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 not answering my phone when it, and when it's specifically like something I do a a trick I pull on myself is that I'll spend I have like a couple of hours downtime just at home on the sofa or whatever and um, I'll fill it with like reading something that is to do with my work or something that's going very much like that mate as well it's just relentless man I just never like it's never it's never real 
yeah. real time off for me. And I think that's that's where having an interest like for you, um, UFC or whatever, yeah. or um, I, I, don't, well, I don't know what it would be for me. I got into gardening for a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I need I need hobbies, man. Paint paintings for me. Is it? I, I'll paint miniatures, and and, and there's oh, nothing shit. more rewarding. It like, like I I I got hold of a, a, a um, an air an airbrush, and the sense the feeling I get of, of spray painting a miniature with an airbrush, I can't draw a comparison to it, and it is zen for me, and I and I do get that sort of absolute gratification. I haven't done it for ages, and I keep saying to myself, I've got to, I've got to paint something because it's driving me crazy. I need to do it. Um, so that's definitely one for me. Yeah. But go- going back to the it's sort that of single like, fo- it's that single point focus thing yeah. that we were talking about yeah. earlier. It's like you in your fight last yeah. week or when I'm sitting there meditating, focusing on the breath coming in and out of my nose yeah. or whatever. It's just basically the same principle, isn't it? Definitely. Yoga. Focusing in. Y- yoga's a great one for that, I find, for, 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 for myself and people. Because yeah. it is that tra- almost tra- trance and breathing that comes with the exercise and the present of mind. It's very good. But I find you said with the sort of being around people, for me, that's a, a big one. Because mm. like, I can easily get pulled with a butterfly mind. I can get pulled into rabbit holes, which I really enjoy. Don't get me wrong. I love pursuing, like Stu says about pursuing ideas. I like to theoretically pursue ideas all the time. I'm a I'm a prolific idea creator in my head. And it's really enjoyable, but also if I find myself becoming a hermit, what what am I doing? And and it can yeah. bring on depression. Mm. Like my lows, where we, we, we've talked about mental health, my absolute lows. I wasn't seeing hardly anyone, and we were doing a lot of club nights. And I would go to a club night, do a club night where there's lots of people, yeah. and then spend a lot of the week at home uh, doing all the bad things like eat, eat fried chicken all the time. Not creating, like even cooking's creation, which is great. It's yeah. methodical. It's meditative. That's so true. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like a yeah. process. I used to have it. With, the first time I had that rolling joints was that whole methodical, calming behaviour. Yeah, that was part of the process. Cooking's now that, and yeah. it's nice. But I was doing all the wrong things, and it was yeah. solitude, and it was constant solitude. And realising that I'm actually a sociable person. I like to be around people. I don't like using my phone. I'm t- she will constantly have a go at me because I'm terrible on social media. I have a very strange relationship with that handheld device where I really don't like it. Good on you, mate. I like yeah. to be around people. Um, it's difficult because it is business. Like We, we do f- facilitate our business from it. Same, yeah. And same. I have an yeah. allergic, almost allergic reaction to it. Mm. The amount of times you do this, do this, get, get yourself into the habit of doing it. And I can't train a behaviour on it. And it's frustrating. It must be frustrating. It's very frustrating for Stu. But I love being around people. This this is the thing that makes yeah. me happy. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, I, could, I, I certainly feel you on that. And um, and you you're talking about the music, um, yeah. dude. And, and we should talk about your most recent album. Because I, I, I came to watch it with my girlfriend. And I, I, saw, I can't remember the venue that we, we caught it in. Because I've got a terrible... But I think it might have been the first time that you... Um, was it, where, where was, um, was it a red on in, in Bethnal Green? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 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 It was dude. It that was, was our really first gig. Cool, yeah. man. And you know what? I, I thought that I thought your, the performance of music was great. And another thing that stood out was the, the, the people you had around you, your other musicians and the excitement on their face to be doing that and to be doing that creative thing. It was, it was really nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Oh man, yeah, and and, and in a, I guess in a sense, the the new uh, album and the new project is my attempt to like integrate music and the making of music and and 
the rest of my life. So the the, the needs and the ideas and the, the mental wobbles and all the stuff that composes like my internal and external worlds. Um, trying to get everything into one place finally, and um, it's so, so it's it's it, 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 it's like. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's failed or not, but <laughs> I'm really happy. Like musically and lyrically, I'm really really happy with it. Um, I think it's definitely the best thing I've ever done, um, and it's it's just also the most honest thing I've ever done. So it's like connect in in a sense that connecting to like friendships, which is about connecting with other humans and talking. Yeah. Um, the Unmaster, which is the name of the new album, um, is basically like a really candid account of. Uh, my own like mental wobbles and like my fears and anxieties and um, solitudes and um, how manic I can get, which is very. And mm. um, so it's kind of like all, all that presented in an album, which, which is like mad exhilarating to do in, in a performance. It's like standing. It's, it's like the first time, I, I don't know if you guys had this, but I spent, you know, a, a good amount of time in my sort of teens and twenties, um, trying to be something that I wasn't and like presenting myself as something that I wasn't. Yeah. Um, and the moment where you're like, ah, oh, I can actually be present in this room as me, you know, it's like the, the, the thing I was talking about, about the first time I'd like, I dared to get with a guy. Yeah. And then even more so the first time I came out publicly, this album feels like coming out as myself. Yeah. Um, whereas before it was always something of a pretense you know can you remember the moment when you thought okay i'm actually going to do this i'm actually going to write this sort of record i did it It wasn't it wasn't really a decision in that way Mm -hmm. actually um it was it just came i I tried to keep making all the time and i definitely wanted to make an album it was i I, um left the band i was in before disraeli and the small gods um and i was like right i'm gonna make a solo album i had this vague kind of impression of what it would be bubbling in the back of my mind um, and then I sort of fell apart and had a bit of a, uh, a bit of a low and um, I went to do a lot of therapy and I got into mindfulness and I started getting into men's work as well. So this group therapy thing. And in doing all that, I started doing all this talking about my inside world and, and also looking a bit like under the lid, under the bonnet of my mind and self and seeing how flipping far down it goes, you know, and how much of a tangle and how this is connected to that and, so I guess the album ended up being about that just be, just by default because that was what my concern was at that time. And um, so it was inevitable that it was going to start to be about falling apart because yeah. that's what was going on. And then eventually it became about putting yourself back together because that was what was going on as well. Um, and all, all the madness in between. So there's a lot of madness in the album itself. You know, there's a lot of really like frantic energy um there's a lot of kind of i guess there's quite a lot of anxious energy in it in a sense but then also there's a lot of hopeful energy in it there's a lot of like i've always loved music with like big bass lines music that's quite hectic and dark um i've always like loved jungle hip-hop grime all that all that kind of world um and for me there's a lot of joy in it yeah. Like the feeling, 3am in a grotty flipping warehouse on the outskirts of Bristol, yeah. you know, the feeling that I had at age 17, nothing to do with all the ecstasy I'd taken. <laughs> um, the sense of like pure flipping, like joy yeah. 
in a context that was dark. Do you yep. know what I mean? It's actually like physically dark. There was very little light. The, the music was like, boom, 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 boom. Everyone's like boxing yeah, the air. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, God, yeah. one of their tops off. Um, so I guess it's got, for me, The Unmaster is the first time I've, I've really let that energy through into my music properly. And like, it's, that's a joy as well. It's just, it's the first time I've, I've flopped all my shadows out, really. Like, rather than, uh, rather than kind of trying to make them something more palatable. Yeah. yeah. What's coming up? What's coming up is, uh, when's this going to come out? Monday. Ooh, oh, my actual days. What a rapid turn, man. Let, uh, well, not, not this Monday, the following Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Let me retrieve my poster with all the dates on, because nice. this is very exciting. Um, and so while you're looking for that, um, if people haven't checked out your music and they want to, yes, on all the usual places? All the usual places. Spotify um, is, uh, is a great one, obviously. It's got pretty much everything up there. Um Bandcamp is also a really, really good one to, to check things out because it's got all the lyrics on as well and the lyrics nice. are very, very important to me. Um, so it's disraeli.com. If you click on the music tab, it takes you to my Bandcamp page. Wicked. Um, I've also got lovely vinyls up there nice. and nice CDs and all that goodness. All right, so um, the big thing to plug is that I'm going on tour around the UK um and uh it's with the new band that um that you saw chris um it's gonna be absolute fire because every time we do a gig it's just like it's ridiculous um it was a it was a, it was a really good energy in that place yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's it's all the stuff we've been talking about mm-hmm. really it's just like it's just release really and so so the gig is about it's it's about release it's about dancing with the shadows and and getting your dirt face on and getting down and also having to think and being in communion with the people around you for for me personally the experience of doing this gig is like really important and spiritual um and whatever that means um so yeah it's called uh the the unmaster tour because that is the name of the album if this picture will download i can tell you what the dates are i'm going to remember them anyway (laughs) (laughs) all right so we're in birmingham on the 3rd of december at the hare and hounds yeah um we're in bristol on the 4th of december we're in totnes on the 5th we're in flipping london at oslo on the uh, 8th and then we're in brighton on the 9th we're in Manchester on the 10th. We are in uh, Glasgow on the 11th and Huddersfield on the uh, 13th. Fuck, that's some driving. Yeah. yeah. You um, can do it. We can do it. <laughs> um, yeah, so come, yeah, please, please come through. There are some tickets left for m- almost all of those dates, I think. So come, please come through and see oh, us. Amazing. Now, I might come and catch you at Oslo, buddy. Yes, like please the venue. do. Please do. Mate, thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure. It sorted me out actually. Enjoy I was that. in a bit of a funny place this morning. Yeah. I was, you know, when you just you wake up, you're like, "But I'm all alone." <laughs> um, so I was having one of those mornings. And I'm really grateful for. Oh man, it's been. It's been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a great chat, Pooh. Thank you so much for Thank coming you. on. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, man. Oh yeah. Sorry, I've butted in yet again. I just want to quickly tell you about this magazine. It's called Pod Bible. Now, Pod Bible is the new essential guide to podcasts. It's put together alongside Spotify and Acast, and it's a one-stop shop to tell you all about the podcasts you maybe know about, but definitely about a load of the podcasts that you probably don't know about that we think you should know about. 
I mean, in the first edition, there's interviews with Adam Buxton, interviews with Craig Parkinson, um, there's features on Jade Adams, and there's just an abundance of information about so many exciting podcasts that are out there. Also, Spotify have given us these amazing little codes. So if you do get a print copy, you can just turn on your Spotify on your phone, scan the little code, and it just automatically opens up the podcast on your listening device. How good's that? If you haven't managed to get a print copy, then just go over to www.podbiblemag.com and read it online because the digital version is all over there and it's all free. So every other month there'll be a new edition out. So go and have a look and support us on the social medias as well. Podbiblemag.com It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.